everybody and welcome to another episode of Magic with Zuby. My name is Zuby. If you're brand new to this show, this show is all about a little one-on card game called Magic the Gathering. So on today's episode, the first episode of 2022, we brought on none other than the amazing, the great, the legendary Total MTG. Uh, we talked, actually we talked a lot of magic. Um, so before we get into it, uh, you can find Magic Azubi on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify, and on Anchor. Uh, you can also check out my sponsors, Cardsphere.com, the best place to buy, trade, sell magic singles and seal product. And you can check out my other sponsor, Ultra Sleeves. Use coupon code MagicWazubi on checkout or click on the link down below to help support the channel. Um, seeing some of you have been using the code and thank you so much for the support. Um, love Ultra Sleeves. I've got a whole bunch of Ultra Sleeves art out there. So... I know this is not what you want to hear. You want to hear the interview with Total MTG. So let's just get right to it. All right. Hey, everybody. Zuby here. And I've got the first guest of 2022. None other than the legend, the amazing, the brother from another mother, the other Matt from the other side of the pond. <laughs> uh, Total MTG. How's it going, man? Um, good. Thank you very much for having me on, mate. Um, always a pleasure coming on just saying i think this is probably my fourth time um, fourth or fifth time something like that i got a fifth time yeah yeah i gotta, I I gotta look at it um yeah i love i love chatting shit with you so it's, it's always yeah. good. i know it's um, just the only thing that sucks is just our time difference like i had to wake yeah. up but ass oh, early this morning yeah you're well, well early and I'm, I'm just you know lunchtime so yeah yeah those old time zones are pain um which always makes it hard because you know we play a lot of commander we play over the years i know years. we haven't played in like oh no, dude, it's just all, all of last year was such a fucking yeah, was, with, with all the shit with my house and yeah that was a rough year yeah I'm that was I'm rough glad to see you're the other side of it and starting this year fresh yeah, yeah hopefully hope yeah. I, I i am having some work done on my house this year i'm getting a new roof hopefully right nice and then um and I, I need to like redo my porch. It, it, basically, I'm trying to work on getting this built up, like just fixing things yeah. here and there to sell it. Yeah, you gonna move? You gonna stay in the same area, or are you gonna? Um, I want to get the fuck out of Florida. You want to leave Florida? Yeah. <laughs> the the thing that um, I I'll say the biggest thing I'm hesitant about leaving Florida is the weather. Like right. go going anywhere else, like it, unless I go to go out west to where there's desert and all that, which I hate mm -hmm. desert areas. It's way too yeah. dry. But yeah. I mean, if I go anywhere up north, that there's going to be actual weather, like snow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how to handle that because <laughs> it's. I, I'll I'll tell you, I don't know the whole Celsius conversion, but it's 50 degrees Fahrenheit right now. And and wow. it's freezing right yeah, now oh my oh because i'm celsius I'm, I'm six degrees celsius so it was it's, it's been like early morning it's been like minus one minus two at the moment um so if it's 50 degrees fahrenheit it's like it'd be 10 celsius and celsius so i'm at six so yeah it's pretty it's pretty chilly well, i was speaking to um the girls that tapped that mtg and they were minus 30 
Oh I was like, I was like, there was me. I was on the phone to them. I was like, complaining about like two degrees, and they're like, dude, you don't even know. It's like minus thirty here. That's <laughs> like I, I wouldn't be able to survive. Uh, snow up to their armpits. You know yeah, I mean? forget it's that. Nah. No, see, see, and that's like one of the things. Like, I'm kind of hesitant about leaving because it's yeah. as much as I things I hate about Florida. You know, yeah. it's like, but fuck, the weather's so nice. Yeah, it gets yeah, hot, yeah. but I mean, that's yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I mean, I've probably told you before, my my family in America, they live in Arizona. Uh, oh. That is, oh, untold. I've been over there and um, I literally couldn't handle it. Even though they had aircon everywhere, it was just so dry, like you say, dry yeah, heat. The, the... And they live in like in the middle of the desert. I mean, I know Arizona's desert anyway, but they literally live like the nearest neighbor was like three miles or something stupid. Oh, gee. <laughs> literally nowhere. And um, yeah, they just sort of live there, like surrounded by nothing but snakes and stuff like that. I'm like, no, thank you. Um, I mean, I liked visiting the desert, but only for a few days. But oh, it's it's beautiful. To oh, look yeah. At, I will say. You know, when we drove down there because we went to Vegas and we drove down from Vegas down to Arizona and I'll tell you, it, it was lovely. Um, could I live there? Probably not. I couldn't live there. I mean, I, if I could live somewhere, well, bearing it, I haven't obviously visited many states in America though. Um, San Francisco, love that town. That was um, a nice, you know, weather-wise, that was pretty pretty sweet. Had a bit of rain, had a bit of everything. Uh, it sounds depressing having a bit of rain, but it's yeah. what I'd be used to. But yeah. No, I, I found hard with like LA and stuff like that. I couldn't handle like that sort. Yeah, I actually yeah. went to LA last month uh, for the first yeah. time, and I was not a fan. Not a nah, fan. Not me, mate. No, like, nothing against anyone that lives there, but uh, just yeah, for living for me, I was like, you know, oh, dude, so it was the smog, voiced. dude. The smog, yeah. like the the three days I went, the smog was so bad, like mm. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I, I felt yeah. Yeah. usually, you know, being in Florida, you know, COVID doesn't exist anymore here and usually i don't wear my mask outside unless it's you know huge crowds of people or anything but when we were in la i had to wear my mask outside because i felt like i couldn't breathe just Mm -hmm. the air and i'm just like how the hell do people live like this because i've been to other cities before like chicago and new york and the smog was never that bad before i'd love to go to chicago i've always wanted to go to oh it's gorgeous i want to go back again love to go there when I was when I was a uh, kid, when we used to watch American football, the Bears was always my go-to team. Because it's just going to say my age here, because it, they had the a player called the Fridge, and um, the Fridge. You know, Fridge. Why does that sound familiar? Yeah, I he's probably a big guy. Yes, he's younger than me. Yeah. yeah, he's a very famous Chicago Bears player, and um, yeah, he literally was the size of a fridge. <laughs> That's was awesome. So cool. He was like walked through people. I loved him. And, um, yeah, it was a town out of the Windy City. I've always wanted to go there. It just always looks nice. Always does look nice. Put off a little bit, because one of my favourite sitcom... Well, cop, I love cop programmes, and Chicago yeah. PD. Do you know Chicago PD? I've heard program? of it. I don't, I've never watched it. It puts me off a little bit, because it seems like there's a lot of trouble over there. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's... Um, I know it's only a TV programme, but still, you know, <laughs> you've got to believe them. Um, but yeah, I just, I just love it. Love the accent, love everything about it over there. Dude, that's everywhere in America. I mean, hell, you probably watch the news and it looks like America's burning down. Yeah. I mean, I swear, even when last time I went, when I went to LA, I was like, I felt a bit, 
you know, even walking to the shops where I didn't feel that like in some cities like San Fran or anything like that. But in LA, I did feel a bit wary, even just going to like leaving the hotel and walking down the road. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. It's just a weird, weird feeling. Right. We go to Vegas and you just walk around everywhere. You just don't care. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. But, um, yeah. It's just, it's funny. Like over here, like in London, I feel the same. I, know, I never feel safe when I go to London. It's just, you know, especially more now. Um, but yeah. Well, it, why is that? Is that is it because there's more people there now? Or? I think it's just a mass of people, and it's a it's it, I, it's hard to explain. It's just obviously in in major cities, um, criminality is obviously rife, and London's obviously no different to any other capital city. It's just, but you just don't ever feel like my wife wouldn't go there on her own. Yeah, you know, nothing. Loads of women go there on the time around, but it, you go to the tubes and you go to that. I don't know. It just it just always looks. It's London to me. Always looks dirty. You know. It just you know if you go into hmm. the main part and it's just I don't know. It's just not. I'm a real countryside kind of boy now. I really am. Like I've. I've been, <laughs> and you just moved recently too. Yeah. So yeah. So just moved even more into the sticks now. So yeah, I'm in a. Where are you at now? County. So now I'm in um, a place called. Well, it's near a major town. It's called Tosester. Okay. Um, which is uh, Northamptonshire. So, um, Tosister was like an old Roman town where the uh, Romans used to come through. So it's very like uh, castles, churches, fields. I, I love how uh, your country actually has real history behind it. Like, yeah, this is where oh, the yeah, Romans were. You know, no big deal, and yeah, all that. Yeah. Just like our country, it's like not a whole lot of history behind it just uh, no there was a big battle there because i went to the local museum and it was quite it was so interesting to know because i'm not really a history buff or anything like that but yeah you know to hear like the the stories of when you know the the romans were under attack from like two hundred and thirty thousand britons <laughs> the romans were like they were like a fifth of their side yeah but yeah they actually beat the Britons. you know you look at the history like that where i think in the battle 400 romans died to 90,000 Britons because they the were hell? so technically advanced in their war tactics and the way they could do it they were just so advanced that's crazy they, they literally had this 200,000 people running for their lives <laughs> uh, but yeah there's a lot of oh, history yeah. over here and it's, it's a good place to visit you know these sort of areas but you know yeah. I suppose America does have some history so maybe some yeah there, there's interesting spots like um it, it, it's a, a lot more. Oh god! It, it's a lot more Civil War, American Civil War, and American Revolution, mm. like history yeah. more than anything. But that that's still kind of recent. That's only like two hundred years ago. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, it, it has some amazing places to go and visit, like Hoover Dam. Um, oh yeah. Where else did I went to the big um, the big redwood forest as well? That was oh, that was amazing. Oh god, yeah. I would. Like I, I, I want to go to California more. Like I want to see Northern mm. California, see the big redwoods. Um, yeah, the redwoods are amazing. <clears> there was <throat> one tree there where you could literally walk through the tree. It had like a doorway. It was so big. You oh yeah, because the, the, the trunks tree. are ginormous. Oh my word! Yeah, no, that that was all right. that, when I did like a tour of America of like of that sort of coastal area. Best holiday, never forgot it in my life. Without yeah. a doubt, Greyhound bus. Traveling around, it was just oh, it was so class, man, so class. Look, That's awesome. I got to play, but my dad got me to um, got me a round of golf. We went and played on um, 
oh, what's it called? Palm, Palm Beach, Palm Beach. Okay. The um, golf course that does the PGA on there, so we went and played on there. Um, yeah, just just amazing. That's awesome. Every, what I found was like every city was like a different country. It was, oh, it, it really is. It's it's just weird. It's just like, like one to the other. <laughs> each state is vastly different. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, hell, even Florida when you cut it up into sections is vastly different. It's yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> you got Central Florida, which is more of a melting pot of like New York, California type people because you know that migrate yeah. over here um and then southern florida is very very heavily spanish um you got cuban oh, okay. and puerto rican populations that are really yeah. high down there um and then north florida is the most southern part of florida like it's the southern um like m- more closely related to the southern states like georgia alabama yeah. louisiana oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that I've got a couple of patrons that are, well, two from Alabama. Oh, nice. They're interesting. I love it when I speak to them, man. God, <laughs> I love it. Oh, the accents and all yeah, that? Yeah, and they've got um, the Texan as well. And his, his little boys in the background. He's, every time we have our patron meetup, um, he, his boy is always he's like looking up his boy's wife's at work. And he always wants to get involved. Or he wants to play, like he's playing... Um, I don't know. He's playing some computer games or something like that. Yeah. And um, but what he sounds like? Uh, have you ever seen that program, Young Sheldon? I've Did seen you know, like, one episode. You know, like the you know um, the um, Big Bang Theory. So he sounds yeah. like Sheldon. Okay. He's like six, six years old. Oh it's damn! Stuff he comes out with. He's like six, going on twenty-one. It's just flipping hilarious. He's like playing some fantasy role game, and he's like, "I'm just playing arena with his dad." A shout from the back. He's like. Dad, will you be my ex-wife in this game? <laughs> like, I will not be your ex-wife in this game. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm just cracking up because he just comes out with these hilarious things. And then they like have a little argument in the middle of our Patreon session. About, he won't be his ex-wife. Like, but I need you to be. I don't know what he's playing. But it's some some kind of game. And it's just like, it's, I just love it. I really do love it. it makes me laugh. Dude, that's great. That's yeah. great. So how's the how, how's the new house going? Yeah, so, yeah, all good. So, yeah, we moved out, uh, bought this new house. Um, I had to leave my job. So Oh, at the museum? Yeah, I wasn't too bothered about that because it had gone really downhill since COVID in there and made loads of rules, and they didn't, didn't really look after us greatly, I'd say, yeah. through that. Um, nice in the way that they furloughed us and paid us. So we had furlough over here where they would pay you to be off. The government put up the money and, and you'd get paid. I, I know you were working. bored as hell during that too. Just oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you know that. Ugh, we talk about my mental health just went plummeted because everyone said, "Oh, it must be nice having a holiday." No, it wasn't nice having a holiday. It, you it, couldn't leave your house. It had to be nice at first, you know, like maybe oh, first three weeks, four four weeks was <laughs> lovely. I was like making videos every day, streaming. I was like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, you realise, right? I can't do this. I can't do that. At oh yeah, because they, they locked in. you down hard. Oh there. yeah, you were only allowed to go for exercise once a day, so you could go outside and walk around. Uh, obviously, you could do it more, you, you know. But um, they didn't send police around hunting you down. But what yeah, I'm saying is yeah, they did have police stopping cars on the motorway if they and then saying where are you traveling to? Because if you were traveling out of your out of your town, 
that would be get you arrested, basically. So wow, um, holy crap, that's insane. Reason, yeah, so unless you had a proper reason, traveling, you know, and if they saw loads of people in the car, they'd, you know, that's when it was really bad. Um, yeah, moved away, left, left that job. It was a really weird thing because, you know, buy a house, you want to keep steady there, but then I had to give up my job. So did it a bit of a bad combo there of getting into debt with a mortgage and <laughs> leaving your job. But here, nice um, content, you know, doing six or seven videos a week now and gradually bringing up the streaming. I've had a problem with streaming, just, I don't know, being on camera a bit. Not not fans of it. I've done a lot of videos recently where I've not been on camera. I don't know. Just, I think it's just part of that COVID, long COVID thing where you yeah. lose a bit of confidence and you don't want to do it. And, and to do it, I've got to do it my way at the moment. So I'll just I make content my way. And you know, if people like it, then they watch it. So, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, not be beholden to the all glorious got to, algorithm. No, no, you've got to do it the way you want to do it. Otherwise, it just becomes unfun shows in your vids or your streams your podcast whatever you do you've just got to do you especially in these weird times even though hopefully well we're now changing so a bit of a weird thing over here the government got caught having a party in COVID. oh I, I even i heard about yeah. that yeah <laughs> so now all of a sudden next week no one has to wear masks you know he's trying to save himself so no one has to wear masks anymore we're all safe and the lock you know the uh, when you get positive, now it's not ten days. We make it five, and then it's going to be yeah. two. And it's, it's like, oh, they so did the same thing over here too. It's like yeah, so it's all a bit. Of, I mean, if it, if it's real, it's good. You know, we're on the way out, but it is going to be like a, a flu shot every year if you take the jabs. It's going to be yeah, going to be no different, I mean, and it's just going to be something we're going to live with now. It's not not going. So got to try and deal with it. Yeah, yeah, it's been. It's been interesting. It's mm. like I, I love seeing <clears throat> all the memes of you know, there's something like there's a movie that happens where it's you know, this global catastrophe and then all the nations leaders come together in, in harmony, like mm. all the peoples come together in harmony. It's like nope, you know that's not gonna uh, happen. Like, uh, <laughs> everyone just wants to do different things, different rules, different that. Some countries have done it good. Some countries have done it bad. Some waited too long. You know, it was hard. They, you know, to get everyone universally to do the same thing was would be next to impossible. I think. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, it's just you know, it's just been well, so hard on everyone. I think all this is yeah, just, it, it has it's, been. It's gonna have after effects. But you know, my my God, especially I'm out younger like kids too. Yeah, exactly. I mean, everyone always says, like, really weird, like, oh, the kids, they can't go out, they can't do this, can't do that. Well, get it reversely. Imagine the old people in the last two or three years of their life done nothing and just died. I mean, I know it's a bit morbid. Yeah. You've got to look at everyone. Yeah, you know I mean, you'll still be able to go to your parties, do this and do that, but there's been so many, like, older people with the stuff that are so set in their routines everything like that it's just completely just yeah you just you just can't imagine how big this thing actually was if you remember going back two years and everyone's like a few months it'd be all right could you actually give faff of this thing that's gone on for two blimmin' years nearly now <laughs> well and, and what's Surprise. crazy is 
and I don't even know how this is going to sound, but even when the vaccines came out, you know, everybody thought like, yeah, we just get the vaccines and then we're done. And then that like last yeah. summer, it, it at least felt here in America, like things were going to get back to normal. And then the freaking mm. Delta spike and, and yeah. now it's. Omicron. Is it Omicron? Omicron. Yeah. Omicron. And now they're saying the vaccines aren't as effective against that. And then it, and they're trying to come up with a new vaccine. And it's like, well, fuck, man. The, yeah. the vaccines that we took, are they even any good? <laughs> well, you the know? funny and, thing, like, I don't know if it's the same for you, but like when we first started, probably with this, I'd say even up to the past three or four months, I didn't know anyone that got it. Two people that a friend knew. That was it. The last three or four months, my brother's got it sister-in-law um my, my brother-in-law their kids uh, five people at work got it out of a yeah. team of 25 literally more people in the last three or four months have got it than any time before in the last year and a half actually i'm sure there's been a lot of people like that as well that just knew no one that got it everyone thought it was a bit of a myth and that's why people i think were raging up about it and then yeah. all of a sudden that when it affects you like I've known two people that have died from it. So, uh, my best mate, his granddad died um, over in Ireland, went in for um, a checkup on his hip, bought it while he was in the hospital. Oh, Jesus. And then died from it two weeks later. And that mental. And then another friend who's actually in America, um, a friend of a friend, was just talking to him, felt a bit rough. Um, he was 38. But it went to the brain. Lost away. Gone. Do you know if he was vaccinated? The... Um, I don't know if he was vaccinated. Um, <clears throat> I know. Uh, I don't think the granddad was. This was early on. This was really yeah, early yeah. on in the stages. Um, but yeah, it's just just a weird, weird thing that's just sort of taken over the world. <laughs> no one truly knows where it started. You know, they, yeah. all that talk about someone eating a bat and shit like that oh, okay. and, um, or creating a lab I don't freaking know it's just or a, you know it could be anything it could have been a flipping terrorist attack and they just don't want to tell everyone because they don't want everyone scared about it ooh we're going to get into anything. conspiracy theories now mm, conspiracy the yeah. so did magic. you could did... magic set that what Oh yeah, magic yeah, yeah. <laughs> Friggin, did you get your five G chip mm. from your vaccine? I just got my booster a couple weeks I'm ago. I'm triple jabbed. I'm triple jabbed as well. So you got your triple five G? Yeah, I'm up there. I can um, get reception anywhere now. <laughs> and, um, all the MI five and MI six, you know, all the top police. They know where I am every minute of the day literally yeah, sat yeah. in front of my pc they go you know they must be bored by now saying he doesn't move more than six foot <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that's how i feel yeah. some days like god it's because mm. i've been trying to go for walks more and um yeah that's good yeah it's but it's like my my days have just been especially during the week it's just you know get up go to my computer work until about four yeah. or five o'clock in the afternoon and yeah and then from there try to make some dinner or order something and yeah, just yeah. watch tv or play games until bedtime 
It's like... Tell you what's good, what I just got hold of. See, I'm showing you. So for those that will just be listening, won't be able to see it. But what it is, is a six-month daily planner. I'll tell you what, if you've struggled through COVID and stuff like that with getting inspiration to do stuff, everything like that, this thing, really good. Write down your goals. So like for me, it's like the videos and stuff like that, the stuff I want to do. And I'll tell you what, it really does help. If you've got something to go to, put it's been there do your exercise mm. go for your walk do this then give yourself props for doing it and everything like that it sounds silly something some people are like oh i wouldn't do something like that but i tell you yeah. what it really does work it really does help you keep motivated um so we're set this oh, that's is, awesome we're not talk about magic we're talking more about mental health today um but hey, yeah it is we need it <laughs> is, yeah it is a good thing to do um and also another good thing is uh, card sorting because I'm sorting my whole collection of commons and uncommons. That keeps me motivated. <laughs> Literally, God. ten thousand cards into colour and CMC order. That's, oh God! That's... <laughs> God it's like well, I I did my whole sorting months ago, but I hardly get magic. I hardly buy magic cards now. It's like I don't. I had I had I think it was. <clears throat> 45 fat pack boxes full of random cards. Oh, I've wow. I've gradually got them down to colors. Now they're going into like um, card type and colors and CMC order. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm unemployed, mate. I've got to do something with my time. So, I gave so much magic away to like a uh, shop when I moved, like tons of shitloads of commons and uncommons, you know, just for new new beginners and new players, just to you yeah. know, give, them, give them to all them. But I still had loads, loads left. So, just sorting out. You know, sometimes you come across some really cool cards. Like, just realise I've got like twelve spore frogs, stuff like that. So, and that's a decent card to put into green decks that rages everyone. Yeah. Um. You know, and then of course the old favourite, Colossal Dreadmore. Can't beat one of them. Ooh. The old six-six trampler. Uh, but yeah, I think I, know, um, I don't. I don't have a collection like that anymore. Oh, because you, yeah, you sold a lot of your collection, didn't you? I had to. Remember you doing it last year, you had to do that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sometimes like, it has to be done. It has to be done. I, I, I mean, in, in one sense, I'm glad, because there, I just had so much. And, but on the other hand, I'm kind of like, I, I'm seeing some card prices of cards I used to have just, like, start shooting up. I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm. I needed the money at the time because of my house, but, like, yeah. <laughs> You're just like shit. Well, I guess I'm never getting that card again because I don't want to pay yeah. 50, 60 bucks for uh, whatever. I know card what you mean. I, I think you know probably a lot of people who have been playing a Magic at the time have had to do that. Like, I might have to set out a modern because my PC broke, and if I wanted to carry on doing content, I needed a new PC. I couldn't afford to buy one. Yeah. So I sold out of all modern that I had. You know, I kept singles of everything and sold like if I had like three thought C's, I kept one, sold three. You know, anything that was worth a lot, like cryptic commands, snapcasters. Oh god, uh, that that was I had to know. do the same thing a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's like, you know, so, I think sold I all my together. fetch lands and Oh yeah. Yeah. I kept some in in um and I was very lucky. I pulled but I pulled a lot in packs. I bought a lot of packs back then where they were doing them. So I had like eight of each yeah. of everything and basically just went down to play sets, kept four for like different commander decks and stuff like that and um, I think I got together just over like 1200 quid put 150 and I bought my new PC so it got you know I needed to do it it was a bill that if I want to carry on content mate I need a PC yeah. so and then I want one that'll last you know 
the least a test of time for a little bit because we know that PCs are out of date as soon as you buy them. So yeah, <laughs> it, 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 and and now with the video cards and all that stuff with all the crypto oh, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's you know, when you, your mind's like an i7 would probably up to about eleven already now. It's something stupid. Um, something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't. I, I I don't pay attention to uh, PC hardware anymore. I'm like, I I know I'm in IT, but I I just don't I don't pay attention to that anymore. I I don't even deal with desktops anymore. It, it's funny because. That's how I started off in IT, like, you know, doing desktop support and all that stuff. Yeah. And and now it's like if my mom needs help with a computer or something, I, I'm mm. sort of like her, like, I don't know how to fix this. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> if my computer breaks, I have a go-to person, which is our um, friend of ours who used to be a content creator, Mark. Life begins at, um, do you remember Life Begins at 20, Mark? Oh, of course I remember Mark. Yeah. Yeah, so he comes around my house. He's come around many a time and fixed my PC and we just have a bit of lunch and stuff like that. Um, I miss that dude. Anymore. I know. Yeah, he's, he, yeah, I still keep in contact with him a lot with messages and stuff like that. And we chat. Uh, even invited to his wedding, I think that's this year or next year. Um, nice. So, yeah, he, he comes around. He's a lovely fellow. He's just literally so tech savvy. I mean, he built my PC as well. Um, he just literally comes around, sorts a few bits out, because I ain't got a clue. You know I mean, I look at him like, Jesus Christ, it won't. T- I ring him up, it won't turn on. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, right, take the front off. I'm like, oh, bloody hell, take the front off the PC. What are you talking about? And, yeah, um, well, it, it, it's yeah. true. Like, once you stop doing a skill, you really do forget it. Because it's, yeah. you know, I still remember all the basics of computers and desktops and all that. Like, I know how to put them together. But when it comes to, I don't know, the really deep technical stuff, I don't know anymore. I don't care uh, to know anymore. Uh, I'm just, I'm past that. Uh, I'm all. Uh, as long as it turns on and works, it's fine. Yeah. Uploads my video. Moved into a new era. We've got this super, super duper fast internet. So Nice. Um, My download is 900. Jesus, my, up, my upload is eight fifty. <laughs> so when Fuck. I I did a bit, I did a it's way better than day. mine. <laughs> it was like a two hour thing from from Twitch, and it did it in like five minutes. Holy <laughs> so shit! Speedy, Speedy Gonzalez. God, see, see, it, it's we have fiber in our neighborhood now, and I want to get it, but it, they've got data caps. And I don't want to oh, deal with they? data caps and all that stuff. Ah, uh, no. Because oh, n- not not just for content shit, but it's also because I work from home. Yeah, exactly. And all yeah, that. Yeah. I don't want to have to accidentally go over the limit because I'm working. You know. Uh, and we've um, we've put we've got two different internet providers now in the house because because like Emma works from home and I do streaming and everything like that. So I don't, you know, I don't want any interference when I'm doing hers and shit with her. So she'll have like the Sky TV one connected to her PCs downstairs and stuff. Yeah. And then connect to Giga Clear up here. And um, I mean, Sky's all right, but it's like 70 upload, uh, 70 download and you know, 25 I guess, upload or something. I guess as shit. long as it works for her for work. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't need to be doing anything fast. Whereas, you know, when you, you know, it's like when you're streaming, you've got like things open here, everything going on. Yeah. Eats oh, yeah. it, it, and the OBS starts flashing at you. <clears throat> it's like, damn you. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to get back into streaming, but it's it's been hard lately. Mm. And, and it's just been having to be on. That's the hard part. Just it, Yeah, and I think I thought that after doing it one time then it'd be easier again, but it's still not. Like yeah. the first week I started was two weeks ago back in. I hadn't streamed for like three and a half months because we were moving as well, though. Yeah. I did it and I was like, right, streaming on Thursday. And it got to Thursday and then I was like, I felt pressure on myself. Like, I oh, know I've got to stream at three. But today I don't want to be on camera. And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And then you end up canceling it. Then I streamed on the Sunday to make up for it. And then it was the same this week as well. I'm like, I don't know why it's so hard. Literally, if you're sitting around here with no one, I know you're on camera to loads of people, but you can't see anyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And why is it different to making a video? Why am I sitting here making a video and it's easy, but then I go and stream all of a sudden? But, you know, this week's have been, we've had a couple of good ones back, which is nice. And, um, well, dude, I, I saw one time you streamed, what was it, last week or something? You had over 100 people or something? Or Yeah, we, yeah, peaked at 170. Dude, that's was, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I was gobsmacked by it. You know, I hadn't streamed for like three and a half months and then had that many people back. Went back to more reality next time, but that was still like 55, and I'm like, that's ah, still bloody good. <laughs> you know, because yeah. you're competing with how many other magic people streaming at the same time. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, see pros get 30 people watching them. So Yeah, which is always crazy to me. It's mad that you'll get it's... someone that's just you know, obviously good at magic, whatever, mythic. Um you know then all of a sudden you get someone that's won tournaments done this done that but it just proves a lot of the times it is it's personality you know the, it's personality yeah i'm not i wasn't trying to say the pros don't have personality because some well, do some are really good but some some of them don't i mean some, don't, some people don't there's just that's the way it yeah. is <laughs> why do you think <laughs> i don't interview a whole lot of pro players anymore yeah i mean well besides the fact that pro play is non-existent in magic but it's also they've got like personalities of bricks that it is yeah i mean i can watch um let occasionally but i'd rather watch his is it his wife now um i've always watched her before him anyway because uh, i always found her really interactive and she was always you know nice on stream um, yeah gabby, gabby sparks i always i always have been a fan of hers and um watch yellow hat too as well um, which is a professional player. It's funny actually because he's yeah. a big streamer. And I, well, that day when I ra I raided him that day, like a hundred people. And, uh, he had like three hundred and fifty watching him. Raided hundred people. He was like, "Oh, thank God!" Like hundred people raided. Said, "How do I not know who you are?" We're like, "What? Someone know one?" <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> but it was like, "Oh, like, you expected to know me because I had a hundred people watching me at one point." It's like. Whatever. People are just people are oblivious. Yeah, I mean, I was like, Wah. well, I mean, it, it, it's well, you and I before we start recording, we got in a little bit of that. Like, mm. it, it, it's we're going on what six years of doing magic content, yeah, and same, yeah. it's I, I see the same thing at the beginning of every year. There's so many new people that start magic content. Yeah. Some succeed, some don't. You know, some go yeah, away. And it gets saturated again. I mean, it's been saturated, mm. let's be honest. Um, it's really hard to grow these days unless you get either your with someone, there's creators out there that have, have, have been noticed maybe by a bigger creator and they've sort of, I wouldn't say helped them along the way because, you know, they're obviously doing work themselves as well. But um, 
in content creating there is a part of it of who you know oh yeah yeah it's on the, the way without a doubt it's the same with anything really yeah and, um but I, I i notice the same thing like every year just all these suddenly new people show up and you just yeah. i i once again i can't keep up with it i don't know who the hell's who anymore and just and they put so much work in like in social media and stuff like that and i haven't got the time or the inclination to do that anymore you know i know it sounds bad but i use something like twitter more as an advertising thing where a lot of other people use it as um you know what's it i don't know like community you know interaction yeah. communication type of thing where if you don't interact and communicate you sort of get shunned away forgotten about you don't get seen in their feeds or anything like that yeah yeah if you don't interact um, and i mean it, it's it, it's really similar i mean what, what i see is just a lot of like what i think you and i did at the beginning too you know it's like we mm -hmm. did a lot of the same things and just I don't know. Like I, I interact more in my Discord than anything now. It's... Yeah, I do uh, Discord and Instagram. Instagram for me. I can't take get it into over it. Twitter. <laughs> I wish like... I could get into it. It's just I don't know. I just like the no. It's a lot less offensive on there. Yeah, it's very just pictures. Offensive. It's just pictures and comments, and you can interact there. And sometimes you watch a story. There's nothing else to do with the story that, that's true it's, it's I mean? not magic twitter it's not um people writing people interact with on discord and i'll have people interact with on instagram i yeah. can put i can put i'm going live on say like come watch me on um, twitch i'm going live da, 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 da. i did it the other day one single like not one single retweet nothing at all I've got like two are you trying to tell me I need to retweet you more? I'm sorry, man. I don't oh, see it all do. the time. You are one of the ones that do the most. But what I'm saying is... I don't know we see it, though, because... This is what I'm going to say. Because you don't, I don't use the platform a lot, people aren't going to be seeing it. Because yeah. the algorithm won't put me out there. So sometimes yeah, you think, yeah. oh, I'm just not liked. You can look at it that way. And sometimes you, you can think that, which is what's... You know, Twitter was never a much of a big deal when I was we were starting content creating. I don't think it was anyway. I don't remember it being like magic for a for a whole was like so engrossed on Twitter. It's just like Yeah, so it, it wasn't as and so many flipping oh dates it, and Yeah, Magic Twitter I mean, Magic Twitter was still a big thing when we first started, but no nothing near as important as it is now. No. Yeah. There's people on Twitter that are so are bigger on Twitter than they are in the content they create. But people see yeah. Twitter as content creating. What Which I find fucking have... weird. It's like yeah. But I it's mean strange. I don't know. I can't get I can you can have a YouTube can get twenty, thirty views on their videos. Their their Twitter will get five hundred likes. I'm like, why are you not supporting that person when they're spending all that time? a video putting the effort in maybe writing scripts filming doing whatever editing thumbnails well, doing all that well twitter's just, easier to digest it is isn't it but expect i'd expect i expect Same more. With TikTok I don't know, maybe too. i just expect more well just like, we're also boomers would... now at this point we're not yeah true we're we're, true. we're, we're getting old we're, we don't understand what the, the chitlins are doing like the whole TikTok thing and just Oh mate, I can't do that. I can't do TikTok. I just I, I try to do stories it. on Instagram. I've done about TikTok. Like, well, I I look at TikTok 
I mean, obviously I don't use the platform right because people just do stupid dances and stupid shit on there. I'm sorry. TikTok, for, for anybody listening, watching, TikTok is fucking dumb. All it is is Vine <laughs> again. And people yeah. doing all these dumb dances and stuff like you're all cringy looking. Mime into songs and some people just yeah, stand there and look at you and they're like 25,000 likes. I'm like, Why? What's I watch so, some and I find it funny because you watch. Yeah, there's the some that like do it, do good stuff on there. Some of it can yeah. be funny, but yeah. got like a lot of the magic TikTok. It's dumb. I'm sorry, it's yeah. stupid. Yeah. I I don't care if that gets me canceled or whatever. It's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I think I just I just it's not content, it people. Is, it's not content. <laughs> I I look at it and just think, and I look at things like shorts and stuff like that and. You know, seeing people get Magic Community 30, 40, 50,000 views. I'm like, is that what people really want to watch now? They just want 10 seconds, 15 seconds of a, of a video? I mean, it's well, it, a it's a weird concept. It's like, well, it, get, it's a very easily digestible thing. Because if you notice, like mm -hmm. all social media sites are trying to do that. It's Facebook does it now, Instagram. Mm -hmm. I mean, tw Twitter tried, but they failed. Uh, yeah. And it, it's, and if you go on Reddit, Reddit is filled with so much videos just like that that are like ten to thirty yeah. seconds long. It's, it's just a way to just keep mass producing, churning out yeah. little content. But so I'm not surprised that stuff gets so many uh, views. Watch some Jake and Joel ones, and they do like commander combos and stuff like that, and they're actually they're really cool, interesting. Do you know what I mean? You look at it and you go, yeah, like less than a minute video. Um obviously edit it as well because it, it looks nice as well it's not just like you know someone in front of a camera just just i mean a song or something like that nothing against people do that but yeah. you know to me they've done this they've edited it looks really cool i'm like yeah and i'm looking at their views and i'm going fucking hell do i need to start doing them again because i started doing them and i started off getting you know nice views um but then they just plummeted and I, they started to affect my other videos as well oh so, yeah yeah i'm i'm sort of delving on the idea of um actually starting a total mtg shorts youtube channel just for shorts okay uh, just as a, a like a little side project um so it doesn't you know because people they've been on my channel so long now there's things they like and don't like like you know i'd love to do more commander on there people know me for standard you get pigeonholed and it's really annoying yeah um but, it's just sometimes you have to do what you're passionate about so i will do that video occasionally where might showcase like I did one showcasing Tachi over or do my decks and stuff. Especially doing if I'm doing six or seven videos a week, there's gonna be one or two that I wanna do that I really, really enjoy doing. So Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, you know. Show the passion. You gotta show you like show doing? that magic passion. That's why I've been yeah. so passionate about magic lately. I've um I'm doing a D and D show now. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw your characters on there. Oh, dude, uh, I'm yeah. excited as hell about that. Um, it's Pixie and I have been planning this since October, yeah. I want to say. Like, we've had a bunch of meetings um, yeah. with the other players. Um, we're going to be recording. So when this episode comes out, I think we will have already recorded the first episode because we're, we're not doing this I... live on Twitch. Hell no. I don't know. 
no, no, I, I, I can't because I'm going to be DMing, but I'm also going to have to be recording, have to have all my yeah. notes up on the screen and stuff physically in yeah. front of me. I can't concentrate if I know we're going live mm. and then having to make sure we're not losing internet connectivity. You know what I mean? And yeah. Is it going to be a big edit? Is it, is it going to take a lot to edit? I don't think so. Yeah. Like, I'm only probably going to edit out you know dead parts like if i have to look up yeah. a rule like takes me five minutes to look up a rule you know what i mean yeah, yeah. but it's i just want to record it and then we'll just premiere it on twitch yeah 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 you contact what's he about maybe getting involved with you or anything like that or no because i know i know they've been interested in those sort of things before no uh, Mer merchant did one and they they did some stuff for him i don't know what they did. no i mean hmm I don't know. I don't care about that. Yeah. I, l l let's see how this show goes. And then uh, yeah. th then maybe, you know, once I have this under my belt, I can go to Watsy and be like, yo, MFers, look at this. A few like, episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th I think it. No, I think it's a good project, mate. I think that's. It seems quite popular at the moment as well. Back again. D&D uh, &D again. Seems. I know it's always popular. What I'm saying, it seems. Yeah. Like picking up again, which is always good for a, for a game when it can be. Um, revitalized and stuff like that yeah oh 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 we wanted to talk about magic twitter all right let's have a magic twitter um mm. bitch fest here okay yes so so my big thing lately is commander right so oh, yeah yeah uh, I, I don't know what the hell is going on with commander lately or the commander community all right, so what was it? In 2020, at some point, you know, COVID started happening and we had this whole talk of power levels, right? Which, you yeah, know, yeah. wasn't a perfect system, but it at least helped some of us gauge, like, possibly how yeah. strong some of our decks were, right? It's, yeah, we used to go by that... Um, the Command Zone uh, one it? or the Channel Command Fireball zone one. Yeah, which, is, which was... Um, me was a good way of gauging decks because I I always it wasn't perfect struggle. yeah but I always I like a little guy because I always struggle gauging my decks because I personally yeah. think everyone gauges their decks well they have to completely different to anyone else oh dude dude like I I still remember when I built Winota allies and I go to play it on stream the first time I'm like oh this deck isn't that strong and then all of a sudden each time I play it I'm like oh fuck this is really really strong because it didn't yeah, yeah. feel like. I was building it to be that good. You know what I mean? So sometimes yeah, you don't yeah. notice you build a deck super strong. Yeah, exactly. I, I remember I, in a, in a, a stream, I got moaned at because my deck was, my deck was um, too strong. It was a budget deck that cost $70. It was built mm. as a budget deck. It was a Toski yeah. deck. It was built as just earn creature sideways, draw cards. That's yeah. all it was. I've got, Oh my God, you're just playing that stupid value green deck. I'm like, Really? It's a $70 budget deck. It was a casual game. I'll mention the word casual. Um, oh, God. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> I think it was like a, oh, I don't know what power level, 5-6. I thought, well, this is a $70 deck. So that tells you something straight away. You know, some decks can have a card that's worth more than my whole of the deck. But it was, I built it to be synergistic. You know, green is actually, you know, people moan about blue. Green is actually the powerful card in Magic. It, you know, it's a lie. Yeah, me and you are both yeah. green mages. It's a lie. Green 
draws just as well as blue. Yeah. It has big stompy creatures. Way do... too much ramp. Yep. It's got like, you know, what's that? Growth of Itmog. It's got two of those bands that make what's the there's a really expensive one and then there's growth of Itmog in it. I can't oh, you're really talking about Guy's one. Cradle. Guy's Cradle. Yeah. It's got stuff like that. It's just, it can go off the wall. It really can. Then, you know, what deck playing green doesn't then run Big Behemoth and comes down plus X, plus X, stomp, stomp, game over, see you later. You know, there's so many decks that do that. And um, It gets boring. I don't have, but I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, it, it's it part of the game. Yeah. yeah, if someone does that, I go, yeah, fair play, game two, let's go. That's just me. I don't care if I bring... A pre-con, someone that's you know, playing a strong, strong deck. I'm playing what I want to play. I want to test it against stronger decks, maybe. See what I need to change. See what I do this. Yeah. There's so many different reasons why, you know, power level is so hard to talk about in Commander. It's Like I said, your power level, you, know, you, you might think your, um, uh, what's your mono black deck that's really good? A Yara. Yara. Yara could be, you know, casual deck, whatever. If I look at that as your as your casual medium deck, but some people play, they go, "Oh my god, I've just been annihilated." So to, then they haven't played your um, uh, Arbiter deck. It's your power deck. I mean, so for you, Arbiter is your power level. Yara, yeah, like like Arbiter and Crewfix would be what I consider yeah. my most tuned, powerful yeah. decks. A Yara is super synergistic, literally. And win with sank cards. Oh, oh, dude! Every time I've played a Yara, I always—I don't know how many times I've told people, if you keep killing a Yara, I can't win. And yet, a lot of times, if I protect her or you know keep bringing her back, it's like. And just because you can keep bringing back Gary, Gray Merchant, the best card of all time, um, doesn't mean your deck's super powerful. It doesn't mean it's just got that synergy. Gary comes in damage it dies or you put uh, regeneration or you flip it it's just a cool wink on it's just all it is but some people i'm sure you played with maybe they've told you or not but they would go flipping that is too powerful to play for me it's not it's just like you know play me arbiter deck play your arbiter deck then you'll see power won't be able to do a single thing <laughs> i've played against it oh, I, mean, god. I, just, I think the la- oh god that deck's so miserable to play uh, but players like me, who are a control player, I love playing control. Um, the community I see on my Twitter makes me feel like I can't play it because I oh, yeah. oh that it's not fun. Um, it's too slow. Doesn't let people do what they want to do. Uh, everyone should, then on the sub turn of that, everyone says, "Play what you want to play." We, no one should restrict you from playing what you want to play but what makes you fun so you're sort of cut in that middle bit where end of the day but as long as know, your like, fun yeah, r- doesn't encroach on their fun doesn't encroach on their fun yeah and it's like there's you know the rule zero was great at the start but now it's like like we were saying it's getting very long and i still think rule zero is a good idea um, i think you really got to stop trying to craft the perfect game Got to you're let not, sometimes yeah, you're, you're not going to have what happens, yeah. And then you say afterwards to say, "Geez, that deck was a bit strong," which I'm sure is how it goes in a, in the majority yeah. of pods. I'm sure the majority of people don't get the ump, but like you, 
you know, sometimes me, sometimes it doesn't happen that way. And it, you know, it makes for, that makes for such a bad experience. I don't care if you combo off on me on turn four. It doesn't make my experience bad. That just means me, right, we play game two. If you're playing that deck, I'll bring out a stronger one. That's the idea of it to me. Yeah, yeah. The way I look at rule zero is try to have a gauge of what our decks are. Everyone happy with what everyone's playing. Yeah, I think when you start going down to like, you know, certain cards, you can't play this, you can't play that, you can't play this. Oh, well, I don't know. I just don't find that. I just find, I find it a bit weird. I just like, I know some people are playing decks with no soul rings. You know, like the whole pod say, right, no soul rings, which is fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. Any soul ring just to ramp out. But soul ring turn 12 is not very good. <laughs> yeah. Soul Ring Turn 1 is good. Okay. Play modern. Turn 1 Thoughtseize is bloody good. Don't see people wanting us chuck out Thoughtseize, and that's in a 60 card deck. Soul Ring, you've got to get 1 in 99 chance. I mean, that's just that's just my thoughts. A lot of people would disagree with that because it's. I'm like, 100 card decks, you've got to pull them. You've got well, to see, pull the cards. From, from what you're saying, the most important part at least to me about commander is finding a play group that you enjoy and click with yeah. because there are certain things I don't like in commander. Like I don't like infinite combos anymore in commander because just me personally, I don't play infinite combos anymore because they bore me. It, Cause yeah, then yeah. The, the deck just turns into find your combo pieces and then win. And, yeah. Yeah. and if you want to ride and yeah, if you want to play infinite combo, cool, you know, whatever, go, go jerk yourself to me, off. That's, and, you yeah. know, I don't know much about CEDH. But to me, if you're playing something that can do these combos, turn three, turn four, I spoke to one of my patrons, he can, he's got a deck that wins turn one in Commander. A CDH. That's, that's what it surely has to be. Yeah. Nothing casual. Um... It depends how you look at the word casual. Oh, God, me, that's a you, whole nother freaking conversation, exactly. too. EU, Dixie, and, I don't know, Mark, for instance. We could play turn one combo decks, all of us. It'd still be casual to us, because we're all friends, and we're just playing casually together. We're not playing for, like, well, I said, like, a $100 prize. We're not playing for, like, yeah. ranking points. Um, but then, casual, when you're playing with people you don't know then translated towards the power of the decks if i'm playing with three people i don't know casual means a different thing me this is what it means you know i don't know you yet um we're playing a game um but to them casual will say you know casual always seems different to people that's why the word is really probably shouldn't be in commander it's a bit of a because it causes oh, too many arguments doesn't it dude it causes I, too many arguments i saw some person write some manifesto on like how to determine casual decks in yeah. commander like just I, I i sort of started reading through this and i'm and then i just like x'd out of it like i don't need to read some fucking 10 page essay about oh, what hey. what's casual like get the fuck out of here i'm sorry it, it's the commander community has gotten to a point where it's a bit ridiculous now it's like you said everybody wants to craft this perfect game everybody wants the perfect experience i'm sorry this isn't a D D game where a rule zero a session zero 
is needed so you can actually talk about the kind of game you want yeah. with because D&D games can last for a long time. So it makes yeah, it makes yeah, sense it to have rules and boundaries in it. And I'm not saying don't have rules and boundaries in Commander, but come on. It's also like a game can take 45 minutes. Let's just play, you know. Yeah. It it, it I mean, I know there's a lot more Commander players now because since COVID, everyone streams Commander now. Oh, yeah. Everyone's on Spell Table, um, which to me is always, you know, brought to me for a community member, it's brought a different thing as well where people will invite certain... You can see it. People invite certain people and they don't invite others. I can see That is just way, I suppose, of life and way things happen. Some people like some, some people don't like others. Um, But it it doesn't mean you're not felt left out certain things and then that it's a weird sort of progress you know content creating and stuff like that where you want to be involved with everyone then there's clicks everything like that so you you, oh my god dude you 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 just described it perfectly there are times where even now i'm like i want to be involved with everyone and then i'm like no i'm good i'm Ah. good (laughs) you know what i mean i don't want don't want the headache you just want to yeah. maybe it's a game of command you just want to sit down and play and know that you're not gonna have you know, like we said we we are both good with rule zeros we're both good with it we're not against yeah. it i'm not into one like someone's put on my tweet the other day they had a rule zero for a commander game there was an hour and a half what i have i, I have games that don't last that long what rule you zero know, me, should I... should just really be hey what do we not want to see Hey, let's not okay. see infinite combos. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we rule zero. We turn up with our decks. We none of us knew we we're playing. Uh, three of us turn up precons. You turn up with arbiter. We go. Hold on a minute. This ain't wrong here, right? You go. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that. Either all you swap or I swap. <laughs> we just swap, and then we play. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know. Or we say we all go as a group. Right. Let's Zuby can be arch enemy. He can play arbiter. We go with our precons, and all three of us will attack you that, if we can. That, that'd be fun, you know. <laughs> and you go bring it on. And then I die <laughs> because I don't play any no. creatures. <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, oh, these bloody weenies everywhere. <laughs> but we'll be so far behind because we're putting in our tapped lands constantly <laughs> and our tapped artifacts. <laughs> you, he said it before before we even had a chance. Um, but yeah, it's. I say not against it, but it's getting a bit silly. It's getting a bit yeah. silly, and it and it puts you. It but it will put people off playing as much as it will encourage some people to play because, you know, I've I've seen people say you know they want their commander games as a safe zone and stuff like that. I'm like playing a card game. You know, you, work, you quickly work out who you want to play with and who you don't want to play with. Everyone has bad experiences. What I can tell you is something. In in six years of playing Magic and Commander, in six years, I've had two bad games, Commander, in my life, and that is it. And for the first five years of that, we there was never a rule zero. No, we yeah. No, what we never we had one problem in our LGS. Well, we played someone yeah. that killed someone's soul ring turn one. We were like that's a and they was uh, sorry turn three or four. All they had was one land and a soul ring. They they struggled with land. This player killed their soul ring, knowing that they'd missed three land drops. We were like, if you do that sort of thing again, you're not playing us. Because <laughs> yeah, like, it, we don't do that. Don't I, do that. I, I, <laughs> I guess my version of rule zero, like when I used to play a lot in LGS's commander, it, it used to just be 
sort of similar to the power level talk like is just how strong is your deck type thing yeah, yeah. like w we didn't have a power level attached to it but it was just more yeah. of you might name a few cards you have because like we say power levels are different yeah. so like when i played went to go on someone's stream the other week everyone said like sevens to weights then i saw what they were putting down on the table one put a deck list and i thought to myself that's not a seven to eight to me it's more like yeah. a five to six so you know like i said to you i, I mm. private messaged the person that was doing the stream and said look i ate as like zero costing counter spells it's a it's an eight to you know it could be seen as an eight to nine but it's not cedh by any yeah. yeah. it's not cedh it's ramp four counter spells but the four counter spells are the best in the business that's all it is you know what i mean um it was just to talk like okay I'll, I'll dull down a bit and i and i did um so i i dulled down to what they their seven is and mine's more like a five to me so yeah yeah the game was then the game was super balanced it went on for an hour and a half and you know people just got taken out around you know by one as normally does there was no quick combos there was nothing like that and it was a good game but if i'd taken the other deck we would have you know inflared a few people especially chat because <laughs> <laughs> it's another thing i want to talk about this i think community commander unit needs to stop hating on simic needs to stop hating on colors of magic flipping annoys me i never known anything so i actually responded to someone the other day because they said they compared simic people that like the color gray people that like vanilla ice cream people like this because they play simic what? they didn't see a problem in that i guess i don't really follow didn't. or i mute or block people who because i didn't follow them didn't yeah. someone tag me in and said do you feel personally attacked lol was that me was that me that did that uh, it was my friend Adam. <laughs> oh, okay. I was about to say, like, because I, I know I've tagged you in some stuff before. <laughs> oh, yeah. But in the end, I, I'd had a day, that day, see, we talk about when we have bad days. I'd had a day where um, I'd done a video a few months ago. Someone commented, and I don't ever, 99.9% of the time, I don't think comments ever against me because you get trolls on there. You don't care. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, um, it was a stats-based video on top five historic decks. And it just so happened that the top three or four of them were aggro decks because that's what everyone was playing. Mm -hmm. And it was like meta historic decks. And they said, um, I was manipulating players to play an aggro. Uh, aggro is for dumb people, don't know how to play. And you want people to, because you're dumb, you want people to play all these stupid aggro decks. And it, it, it literally went on for ages, mate. It was a scroll of stuff like wow. that. Wow. You know, I did. I did respond like I don't I said first of all I'm a blue mage control player you obviously don't know me or the channel I would never and I don't manipulate people into it I said what benefit do I have it's like this is a stats based so I, like, I've got the information this is the decks it's, I can't help that they're the decks and you don't like aggro but yeah then on the same day I had this person I got tagged in and comparing Simic and I said I'd rather just play magic not compare people to what they like outside of a game to what they the colors they play in magic when it's a flipping card game i mean this is all about like we say everyone wants to be inclusive people want to let people play what they want to play they don't want to have a go at people because you want to play red or you want to play aggro if you've got a problem with a color in magic what else have you got a problem with outside of life 
know what I mean? Look at it like that. If you've got yeah. a problem with, if you've got a problem with, you know, oh, I'm from the UK, so you won't like me. You know, you, oh, you're Mexican. Oh, I won't like them. You've got a problem with me and people that play Cynic because they like playing. Oh, if you like them, you must be boring. Oh, you've got no, you know, no ideas. You like the colour grey. Oh, you love wearing plain white T-shirts. I'm like, fuck <laughs> this person is a big deal on Twitter. It's for a big commander site. I'm like, just blocked him. Responded. Didn't give him a chance to respond back. Oh, you're going to have to tell me who that is when we're done recording. I will say, yeah. yeah. But do you see, see how stupid Magic Twitter can be and, and the extent that they can take colour of Magic? Oh my God, dude. It's players yes. to it outside of life and say, well, sorry, you're, you're a red player. So that must mean you love blood. You must love this. You must love that. You know what I mean? It's like, what the. Dude, in, in Magic Twitter can be so predictable sometimes, too. There was, what was it, a month or two ago, I wanted to make a post, and, and I I was hoping it would incite Magic Twitter, especially the Commander one, where I made a post um saying, like, if you play these cards in, in Commander, you're not playing Casual. And it was like, yeah. it, it was like, oh my god, yeah. it was like Jeweled awesome. Lotus, Mana Crypt, <laughs> Smothering Tithe, and something else. I don't remember what the cards were. And oh my, the amount of responses I got, and so many mad people. I think, I think <laughs> I sparked that. a bigger discussion on like what is casual and all this stuff. And I'm just like, <laughs> you fire star, you. <laughs> I know, I know. I couldn't help it. It was, but, but it's, it's also, in another sense, I kind of felt um, in a way that people's version of casual is completely fucking skewed. And this is more towards when you are playing with people outside your playgroup, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. If you've got someone you've been playing with for six years, one would know every one of their decks probably. Yeah. Because you're friends and you play and you normally would play a different deck every time. Um yeah, when you're playing with new, the rules are different, which is fair enough because you know you don't know anyone, you don't know what their levels are, skill levels. You, you don't know how they um, build their decks and all that, and and they take the banter. A lot of people can't. Yeah. Um, you know the amount of times I've attacked someone first, they've actually been offended. It's like a lot, you know, with people I don't know. Um, then yeah, at the same time, yeah. like you say, they don't want you to roll a dice. Choose you to play <laughs> some people. Which, it's weird because I've always done that sort of thing just as a random thing, but yeah. Sometimes I think, you know, rolling the dice, random, have fun. Kicking someone out can be seen as being aggressive. Yeah. Right? And you, you don't know how people are going to react. I mean, do, do you want a casual, friendly game, or do you want me to go, Oh, I oh no! Oh, I hate Simic. I don't care what if that person's on like two life and everyone else is on five hundred. I'm going to attack that person first. Yeah, because I've got a you know I hate Simic because they love the vanilla ice cream. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> sake. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy because I've been on some streams where people will you know talk about like their casual deck. Then by turn four, they do some infinite combo. And it's like, oh, okay, come on, okay. In that aspect, that's not casual. All right, that's uh, that. That's uh, kind of a skewed version of casual. So I, I think, 
magic as a whole is like that the magic player can be like that if you transfer that across to magic arena right and you go in the play section will constantly meet the top decks mono white epiphany on a green blend. oh i'm sure it's always been like that i can't but in the casual play section you could you you get you know you can transfer it across both formats you can look at everyone's perception of casual is completely different no matter what they do you know, they could say this is my casual deck or well, what is it oh it's you know it's um affinity it's casual, you know. I could win turn three. What would you say about that? <laughs> it's just like so. Okay. So I think I know the answer to this. We need to write mm. a ten-page manifesto on what <laughs> casual is. Everybody needs <laughs> to read it before we all sit down and play. Sign it. Um, make sure we get a notary. You get it notarized, yeah. and then after two hours of debating and de- and deliberating on what our decks can and can't do then we can play i i <laughs> I, I actually put up because we're so annoyed about casual being spoke about on twitter so much i actually coupled the casual um actual meaning from a dictionary the oxford dictionary and put it as a tweet once <laughs> Just say, this is what casual actually means not what you think it means oh my like, god i'm so yeah, got- so bored. zero likes zero yeah, likes. i'm i'm so bored of it i'm so bored of the discourse i'm just that this is why i've muted and unfollowed and blocked so many people because i'm just yeah like, like when the whole command zone video came out talking about you know changes need to be done in commander um i had no idea like there was even a huge discourse on twitter about it until uh, i think someone on my discord told me about it and then I go watch the video, and I got I kind of agreed with a lot of the points Jimmy and um, Josh. I didn't watch were the video. I heard about it. But I didn't about. watch it. Well, well, one of the big things they were talking about that I really agree with was the homogeny of Commander, where just yeah. it's gotten to a point where, and, and this happens with every single Magic format, where it gets homogenized and optimized to the point where you always want to play the best cards because. It's just gotten so popular. That's just what happens. People just always yeah, want to yeah. optimize. Yeah, and yeah. It's it feels like Commander feels n- like it's not the format where you can just sort of build whatever and oh, have no. fun. It's, it's, it's really hard. Um, unless you like you say you have the chat at the start where you're saying yeah, fifty dollar decks. You know we we normally you do that, but I mean literally the chat should just be that. Everyone, um, play on Thursday. Um, $50 decks, no more. Or, you know, oh, we're all playing pre-cons. You know, you can do, like, $20 upgrades or $10 upgrades. Um, but like you say, when you're playing with the randoms, it, it generally doesn't go like that because if I'm playing someone who's playing Mono White, I'm going to think, right, this player's playing Smothering Tithe, they're playing this, they're playing that. Um, you just sort Because you sort of got in your head that everyone will play that card Oh, yeah. Because it's so good. And um, I remember trying to take someone out in a game once because I knew colours they were playing. So I'm preempting that they might have a Wrath of God. They might have this because they had no creatures on board. Um, so I attacked the person then, you know, because I'm thinking, you know, and that's just my way of, you know, I'm not doing it out of maliciousness or 
don't like the person or I don't like the colour they're playing. I'm just like tactically thinking, I can take you out what I want. I can take you out. But then saying that's not how you should play in, in the, you know, then you have an argument about, well, that's not casual because I've not done my thing yet. Well, I've had decks that I've played three or four times that haven't done their thing yet. You just have to keep yeah. playing. That's Commander. It's a hundred card format. You've got 99 cards. Unless you're running like multiple tutors. Yeah. Sometimes you don't get to do your thing, do you? That's just the way it is. But don't have a go at me just for attacking you in a game of cards. Jesus How dare Christ. you? How dare you? Yeah, it's, especially so if we're playing one-on-one, you know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I mean, d- who do I attack? You know. Don't the attack to the me. left? That's me. <laughs> tap my creature sideways it has to come all the way around to me yeah so lately i've actually been getting back into magic online because i can't stand arena anymore like it's just Uh, the the only thing i like with arena now is just playing limited but it's made it's made me dumb as a a magic player i'm forget like when i'm playing commander i'm missing some stuff sometimes because i'm so used to arena just telling me what to do um it's just it's yeah, just annoying. It, it, like, it makes you lazy and it's Yeah, it really does. But yeah, you spoke about MTG the other day and I'd be interested in playing a bit of Commander on there just to yeah. try decks out and then think, Oh, I might, you know, make a online version and think I might get the paper version. Right? I always like always that's what I always liked it for. Yeah, I've been Some... um just building my paper decks on there. Yeah. And um Oh nice getting more reps into them and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean some of the decks I've built so far, they aren't one-to-one replicas because some of the cards I have in paper are way too expensive yeah. and yeah. on Magic Online, like, you know, Force of Will, Force of Negation and all that. I'm like, I'm not paying that much money. Uh, no. But, dude, I love how cheap the dual lands are on freaking Magic yeah. Online. And, and, and what I mean, obviously, what's great about it is I can cash out, too, if I don't want to play anymore. That's- that's the good thing. I mean, I've built up some stuff over time and cashed out a few times. And oh, yeah, I've done that I too. out fully. But a massive, like, I got like $900 once. And I was like, oh, dang. Jesus. That was like a real good heyday one. But I was pissed because, like, the week before it was valued at like 1300 And I was like, it just dropped because I think yeah. this was the time when Arena was going to come out. I was like, oh, I need to sell. Yeah, I, need yeah, to sell. Yeah. I didn't sell straight away. And then I was like, took a massive hit. I was like shit i just gotta sell these quickly so i went to one of the card hoarders or something like that and just sold it all but like i said i'm still um sponsored by mana traders so there's, oh that's um, right they that's do, right they do a um subscription so uh you have to pay monthly but then you do get to hire what you want so it's good for that where you go right i want to play this commander deck today i want to play this then you can just gradually like you doing build up your own collection at the same time um yeah I'd like to maybe try some of my decks on there. That'd be really fun to play that. Yeah, I, I've just been going in the random commander games, and yeah. it, it, it helps me see some commanders I've never seen before, you know, yeah. like play against. And it's, um, I don't know, I've been having fun with it. I, I've won some games, lost some games. It's my freaking Maha deck has been winning a lot every time I play it. Um, mm. My Selesnia tokens deck. Right, okay. The it do you do you know, do you remember what Maha does? I remember Maha. M- Maha is um, it's a five drop, whatever power type it is, but it, it's a landfall where every time you play a land, create a one one human token. 
Oh, okay, yeah. It, she came out in Kaldheim. And, um, okay. And so ba- basically my whole deck is just a lot of ramp. You know, get 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 yeah. a lot of landfall triggers, and then just How get. Did you say Selesnia? Selesnia, yeah. Yeah. So just, oh, just do a lot of token shenanigans and like Felidar retreat and stuff like that. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that in there. Um, I just played a game last night on Magic Online. I put it on my Twitter where I had a Michaeloth out and <laughs> just kept building up a shit ton of Sapperlings, and then yeah. And then freaking killed everybody just by swinging Dude, with so I many tokens. You know, being a over there, I love Landfall. I just freaking love it. I like it um, too. It's it, like that one we were speaking about earlier. The, that's good in that sort of deck where you um, unnatural growth, that enchantment that doubles the power and toughness every combat oh, when you start yeah. building them up with I all the with uh, all the counters and everything like. So in Selesnya, that'd be really good. So you get all your tokens, they get all their counters, then you're swinging for like so much. Unnatural. Oh, that's the Midnight Hunt one. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Really sweet card. I've just I've put that in. Um... Oh, it's not that expensive either. It's only like six bucks. Nice. That's that, such a cool card. That that is one good thing about a lot of the cards coming out lately is a good chunk of them are not expensive. And you can pick up some real commander, real good commander staples that I think will turn out to be really good. Um, I've been putting in a lot of decks, which was recent one. This um, Prosperous Innkeeper. Two oh, that comes yeah. in. The D&D in. one. Put, man, I, yeah, I put a lot of that in green decks in commander. It, it gives you a bit of life gain, and it ramps you out as well, and it gives you a blocker. It, it's pretty... Two mana, it's pretty sweet. You know, it's, it's only an uncommon. Really cheap to pick up. Um... I'll do unnatural really... growth on Magic Online is thirty cents. Oh, well, you're going to be getting that for the deck. <laughs> oh cents, yeah! Lovely. Oh yeah! <laughs> then just get another enchantment to give them all trample. GGs. That's it. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, I'm de- I'm definitely going to get that card. Um, and then yeah, that's, it's one of my favorite cards from the set. It's just so good. I was just trying to see if I had that. Funny enough, I'm sorting the green colours at the moment. <laughs> green colours. God, oh. I, I've been really tempted to just take apart almost all my EDH decks lately. Oh. Like, especially the ones I know I don't play a lot of. Like, yeah. the, the ones I definitely know I want to keep are Sisse, Crufix, Arbiter, and Otrimi, or like the four I know I want to keep the most. Because I love, I love, I love my mutate. I love it. That is strong. Unless you're playing against someone that's got sacrifice, it, it can just steamroll. This is so, so hard. Good. Once you get the hexproof on it and stuff like that, it's so hard to deal with. No, no path it. to exiles. It gets the indestructible, so it's no wrath skills here. It's just really hard yeah. to deal with. You, you really need like sacrifice highest tough. That's the only way really to deal with it. Though, so with any kind of Voltron commanders. I love it. I, I, l- I love Voltron. mutate. I I used to have Voltron too. Yeah, I had Geist at one point. Um, my new Mm, Voltron commander is Rogak and Falthus, but I'm thinking about taking that apart because it was, it's it's a really fun budget deck, but God, it's terrible because I I built it for like twenty thirty bucks. Yeah, it's got some really good equipment in there. 
is Rogard. Yeah, so Rogard and Ardleen. Is it Ardleen? Oh, yeah, the white one. Yeah, so white red with Rog. That's really good. At turn zero, you know, and then just get the other one on, then it can just get so out of hand. Yeah. Why just go unblockable and indestructible, like you say, unless they got sacrificed, they just can't deal with it. It just does the commander damage just like that. Yeah, it's um, dumb. I'm building my first CDH deck. Ooh. Build. Because I want to say I've got one. So, um, what is the card? I can't, um, yeah, who's the commander? Oh, my commander. Let me just have a quick look. Um, who's the guy that's helping me build it? It's my friend Crovax. It's um, Oswald Fiddlebender. Isn't that a white card from the D&D set? Yeah, so what it is, yeah. So it has uh, magical tinkering. It's a 2-2 two, two for 2. A1 white, sacrifice an artifact, search your life for an artifact card with mana value 1 plus sacrifice mana of the other artifact, put it onto the battlefield, shuffle your library. So there's a, a there's a combo for this okay. um, that he's told me about. Involves um, a couple of different cards. Um, which ones was it? Magistrate, Scepter, and Core Tapper, and Mimic Vat. Um, and then it just goes off from there, apparently. So yeah, he's, he's like my CDH um, patron that helps me out. And he's like, I'll help you build a deck. And I was like, cheers. So um, yeah, I, I picked up Oswald the other day. Um, yeah, that's one of my next projects build. Just so I've got one, then I can say, right, who yeah. wants to play a CDH game? Uh, but that is the kind of thing that I'd like to get onto mtgo practice because you need practice those sort of decks yeah especially if it's combo stuff yeah yeah because i don't play combo you know i've got i've got combos in tachi over but it's like a four card yeah yeah combo that takes a lot to do and it's it's not you know it's not searchable so um yeah i'm not really a combo player at all so cdh to me is combo you've got to win quick I want to see if I enjoy it. It's, it's it's a budget combo. It's not you know the the Oswald cost me like a dollar. Yeah, it's not an so, expensive card. And the other part of the combo, I think, in total cost of three cards is two dollars. So it's, and then it's just putting it out with the normal white ball, you know, the white bullshit like smothering tires and everything that's just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Um, got to have all that shit uh, in there. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so. Yeah gonna give that a go and the the other project because we're all about commander and if anyone listens to this i'm actually more of a standard content creator but my passion is commander so um is i'm gonna build a commander deck based around um uh cersei the character from game of thrones oh games okay okay I'm going to do a film themed. I was going to do Lord of the Rings, but everyone does Lord of the Rings. So I'm going to have a March. Is it Marchesha? Marquesa? As okay. Cersei. Queen, Queen Marquesa. Yeah. Cersei. And then I'm going to build everything based around the characters. You know, that'll Game be of cool. Thrones. Yeah. So that'll be a real fun, fun build to do, to do. So I've got some cards like, you know, I've got to find cards for the mountain and uh, Jamie Lannister and all those. It's just going to be really be fun. Cool. In a mixture of cards together. Um, and see if it works. It's <laughs> just going to see if it works. Um, yeah, for a nice um, casual deck. Let me see. Ooh. Let me see. Oh, sorry, Ooh. use that word again. Casual, damn. Friendly. Need 
are are you a fan of Lord of the Rings? Yeah, love it. Are you excited about this new show coming out? I'm interested to see what it's going to be like. I'm kind of dreading I it. <laughs> but it always you always get worried when when it's got classics, like Lord of the Rings. I think it's going to be bad. It has to be bad. Well, especially lately, like just yeah. the shows that have been coming out, like. I've only read a little bit of Wheel of Time, but from what I've heard that people who have watched the Wheel of Time show, I guess they say it it's really mixed. Like, some yeah. episodes are good, some episodes are really bad. I'm just... Mm. I'm no interest in it, though. Uh, nah, so me, I mean, I love Lord of the Rings. I, I love all the Hobbit series as well. I can quite easily watch all them as well. They're not as good as the first yeah. three, but um, I can I quite like them. Um, I watched Five Armies twice this week. <laughs> yeah, I just love it when um, the Scottish comedian comes down on his pig. Oh you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that. And then I just love that. <sighs> it, it's whenever I watch the Hobbit. For a wee moment. <laughs> Can I have your attention for a wee moment? Get <laughs> mine uh, sodding off. <laughs> just love it. Uh, whenever I watch the Hobbit trilogy, I got to turn my brain off because it's. Because I, I, I'm like a Tolkien purist and all mm. that, because there's... I mean, obviously the Hobbit movies are completely different from yeah. whatever Tolkien intended. I mean, and even the Lord of the Rings trilogy, there's some parts of that those movies that I just absolutely detest that yeah. they put in. Um, even to this day, even though I love the movies. But yeah. man, with this... Yeah, I do love them with this new show that's gonna be about all, all based off of stuff in the Silmarillion um mm -hmm. you know where it takes place before the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and all that yeah, I don't yeah. know I'm just worried like they're gonna I don't know and Peter sure. Jackson is like not really involved in this and he at least you know really really cares about Tolkien and Middle Earth and all that and yeah 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 it's like, I mean, is this gonna be? Yeah. Is this gonna be some corporate bastardized version of? Yeah. We got to hit all the ticks. We got to make it just like Game of Thrones, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, God, no. Yeah, worst ending ever of an ever of a freaking series. God, dude, tell me bad. about it. Holy shit, that was so bad. It, it's. I don't know anyone that said it was good at the ending. I don't know anyone. I don't have an issue though. with what happened. In the series, but I feel like they cheated to get there. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the whole spoilers, whatever. It's been I don't know how many years now since Game of Thrones has ended. Um, with Daenerys turning mad, like, yeah, it, it's it's not out of the realm of possibility for her character to do that. It just felt so sudden, you know, it's just too quick. Well, it? it's just like and. It, it didn't make sense. Kill Cersei, it should have been her then. These, to me, when the dragon come up there, have uh, Cersei and Jamie die under a rubble was crap. Yeah, it so completely changed Jamie's character completely. Yeah. Now if she's going mad. The, to me, they Jamie should have come up to that balcony with Cersei, and then she just rise up with the dragon and just burn them to whatever oblivion. Yeah, that could have been at least like you know because she hated her. Oh, I I know the dragon ball buildings down, but I just like, oh, God's sake. 
then John just what gave her a little knife in the back. There you go, you're dead. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> he goes off. Yeah. All of a sudden, Brand, Brand's king. What? Let's yeah. come up. Because Brand's oh. got the best story to tell. I'm like, oh, God. Him, he's just, oh, he's going to go to war. And, and just... he did nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Like, just... I remember being so excited during the whole fight between the um the White Walkers. And I'm like, oh, oh shit, yeah. we're going to see Brand do something. And yeah. then he does nothing during yeah. that whole episode. And the whole fight we couldn't see either because it was too dark. Jesus, couldn't see nothing what's going on. I was just like yeah. sitting there, just getting angry as it was being played. Like, I can't see a thing. Is it my eyesight? Oh, I had to, I had to turn up the, TV? I had to turn up what is it, the contrast or the brightness of my mm. TV when I watched that because I'm like I can't see shit. But uh, they started rushing things and trying to save a bit. They of money did. And, they did. Um, they could have easily have done ten episodes that season, where mm. all the events probably would have made more sense. Yeah, when they started saying they, they couldn't afford the direwolves to be on sets, so they started using CGI's, wasn't it, I think? Something like that. They couldn't afford something like that, something really basic. Like, what? How much money have you... What? It's like, you must have yeah. made millions from this program. They were moaning about the hire of the day of the wolves or something like that. So I was like, Jesus Christ. Who the fuck knows? I don't Until, know. Like, nearly as bad as ending as the Sopranos that was one of my favorite shows that ended terribly oh, you know endings. years later I feel like it's ended way better but is that because he's died maybe that has more to do with it since James Gandolfini's mm. dead and Such a show. I loved him as an actor and oh Didn't my god him. yeah and um and the the creator of the show has come out and basically stated that yeah, Tony Soprano does get shot in the end. Yeah. And all that cuz there's a there's a scene in the final season where him and Bobby Baklava are yeah. in a boat talking about, you know, death, like what do you think happens when you die and he's like nothing, nothing happens. So yeah. And so and that that's sort of like the correlation between that final scene of the Sopranos where when Tony does get shot, nothing happens. It just Fades uh, the black, nothing. I was so, Did, so gutted when he died in the show. I was, I was so because obviously that show ended. I was so gutted the way it was. I just flipping love that show. I loved it. Got all the it, DVDs. <laughs> God, I just yeah, it, it. it it's still good to watch even today. Like it's still really yeah. good. It holds up. I love all that mafia shit. Um, mm. love all the mafia played movies. So well, but all the characters played it really well wasn't really a bad character in the whole program to be honest uh, maybe some of the small parts but yeah i, really I think, think of anyone i i mean and, and this is more because they were little kids at the time like meadow and aj their their actors were not the best in the beginning but they uh, got better as they got older throughout the show yeah yeah but i mean that's kid actors it's most kid actors are pretty shit mm. in the beginning yeah definitely I think because um, I just did a rewatch of the whole Harry Potter series, and oh, did you? Yeah, and same thing. Like the first couple movies, like all the kids are like oh. god awful at acting, cringeable, weren't they? Cringy, weren't they? But I mean, they're also like ten and eleven and all that stuff yeah, too. It's 
Yeah, you have to such a say yeah. that the talent to do that at 10 and 11 is still strong. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, as they get older. That's one that I'd like to watch again from the start. Definitely. I, I want to read all the books again because it's the books are way better than the movies. Yeah, my friend told me that because I said I want to real because I don't really read books. That's one of my projects this year is to read more as well. And um, so, you know, I want to probably start off with so I always read like crime thrillers or something like that. Yeah, that's why I like you know serial killer stuff like everything like that. <laughs> um, you know, all the morbid stuff. Um, but I wanted to get into a thing, so I was going to read um, uh, Lord of the Rings. And my friend said to me, he said, it's, it's quite in-depth. He said, probably start with something like Harry Potter first. You know, if you want to read something like that, he said, Lord of the Rings is very heavy. It, it, it is. Very, Lord of the Rings is not an easy read because uh, it's it's written very... I mean, obviously, it's a product of its time, the, the way it's written. It's yeah. because you read a modern book today, and modern books now read a lot more like you're sort of watching a movie or a TV show yeah. the, the, the way the pacing is Lord of the Rings is not like that he'll it, it, it's when people meme about Tolkien spending a whole page talking about the description of a tree they're not lying where oh, he, he, he will just but you can clearly picture exactly what he's talking about though like yeah, he yeah, is yeah. so descriptive in his writing where it's mm freaking amazing like the level yeah. of detail he gets into it and the level of history he gets into the Lord of the Rings that they they never touch upon in the movies is insane yeah. as well too. Do you think that's just because it's just too large the whole story's too large and the films were long anyway weren't they? Oh yeah yeah. Just, the, the They just couldn't fit it in I suppose could they? Oh yeah yeah they, they couldn't um, it's um uh, your favourite scene of one of the films my favorite scene. Yeah. Well, my favorite movie is the first one because that is the closest one to the books. Yeah. Because the other two make a lot of decisions that I personally hate that they did. Um, yeah. Uh, so probably my favorite scene would probably be the ending battle of the first movie of Amon yeah. Hen where Boromir dies because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where Frodo decides to break away from the fellowship and then the, the orcs come kidnap Merry and Pippin because yeah. that like that's almost kind of exactly how I pictured it in the books mm-hmm. and it's just an epic fight scene with the with the fellowship like Aragorn, Legolas, Gimli all fighting in the orcs and Boromir yeah. dying to try to save the two hobbits and yeah 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 what's yours yeah. I think it's from um I think it's in is it Return of the King that's the third one yeah with the um uh when the king you know after he saves a king from the from the um dark side kind of thing then he they ride up with all the Rohirrim and all the horses. Oh, the Rohirrim! Oh, yeah, that's an epic scene. That's um. When they go when they all come up and then he and then all of a sudden you just see horse after horse after horse all in the line and then he he gives his speech and he, you know, 
runs his sword along all their swords and everything like that. Oh, I mean, it's actually giving me goosebumps. So, oh yeah, that, that's. I can feel it on the back of my neck. It's actually coming up. Dude, I still remember like, seeing that in theaters. Like that was just completely oh. epic. The, what's the um the lady? Because she pretends to be a soldier, doesn't she? Oh, Aowen. She has. Yeah, she has. She has a. Does she have Pippin on the front of her? M as well? Mary. 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 Yeah. Then uh, yeah, just when he starts doing his thing, I'm just like yeah, and then they. They do their cheer, and then they just gradually get faster and faster, and oh, that scene to me is just mental. So I want to talk about the two parts that I absolutely hate of this, because because yeah. <laughs> it, it, it'll be, and I, I want to get your opinion on it, since you've never read the yeah. book, so the um, talking about Return of the King, the yeah. part that I feel that they completely, completely fucked up in that movie and to this day I absolutely hate that they did this is when Frodo and Sam are climbing up the mountain not Mountain Doom yeah. but um the stairs to get to the spider's lair and Frodo oh, yeah, yeah. Frodo tells Sam to go home because mm -hmm. after he supposedly catches Sam trying to eat the bread and all that stuff and Gollum turns oh, him yeah. against him and all yeah. that that does not happen in the books at all and, and and then Sam comes and saves Frodo from the spider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, parts of that does happen, but dude, I hated that because in the books, the the relationship you understand between Frodo and Sam that would have never ever happened at all. So I was gonna say I can't. I didn't understand. I know the ring like, changes people. Apparently, I could never see him saying to him to go. Which felt a bit did feel a bit weird wrong like you say even though i've not read about it, I, I it was so close all the time yeah i can't believe that he would you know it was a bit yeah because what but, happens in the the books i i feel like probably would have made or at least in my opinion would have made for a better movie scene where they were all three of them enter shelob's lair the spider's lair and then Gollum just disappears right uh, yeah. So so at the time Frodo and Sam are like, whoa, what the fuck's happening? Um mm -hmm. and then they're trying to get through the lair, then all of a sudden the spider shows up and then Gollum then proceeds to try to kill Sam at the same time while the spider is trying oh, to get right. to Frodo. Out of game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So so then Sam and Gollum have a fight, you know, he ends up yeah basically not killing him obviously but ends up you know winning that fight and struggle and then he loses sight of where Frodo went and then that's when he finds Frodo and then kills the spider yes yeah, so that sounds more believable how the story was going yeah definitely. Um, because obviously he wanted to get rid of you know, him and Sam never had a relationship yeah. him and Gollum that's for sure so he was always trying to he never trusted him and he wanted to kill him didn't he so um, and he felt like he was leading him away, but like you say, I, I could imagine Gollum trying to push him away, but it's, I can't ever imagine Frodo wanting to push him away. Yeah. Um, at all. So yeah, it was a bit of a no. Oh, but since they'd gone so far, it's like we're we're all the way up here now. Now you go back. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh yeah. god, I fuck. I still hate it to this day. Every time I watch it, I'm just like, fuck you. That didn't happen. <laughs> and then the other part, I I hate it's in two towers. The second movie is when, um, I don't really like what they did with the character of Faramir because 
they tried to make him like Boromir 2.0 and then he's taking Frodo and Sam to Askeliath, like none of that happens at all. At all. None of that happens, no. No, because in the books, um, you know, Faramir does capture Frodo and Sam out in the wild because, you know, they think they are servants. And then after Frodo proves that he was with the fellowship with Boromir, um, you know, tells them exactly like what happened. Like, you know, your brother tried to succumb to the ring and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Faramir <clears throat> is b- basically to put it simply is just like, all right, well, you know, what? I'm not, I'm nothing like my brother and I'm, you're yeah. gonna, you're going to, we're going to let you go. We're going to give you provisions yeah. to go. And you know, mm. there you go. Yeah. I suppose I could, I could see why they did it the way they did it because it does pad the runtime with it because yeah, just because of the way the story that they sort of did it there, where um, Boromir was like big soldier and everything. And yeah, Dad wanted Faramir to be like his brother, so he was trying to live up to it being like his brother and everything like that. Yeah, I thought you were gonna were gonna say did they, so in the books. Did Faramir actually did he try to burn him alive? Then did he? That in the books? As oh well? yeah, yeah, yep. That was in the books. See, I, I always found that a bit weird. Well, it's... I know you thought he was dead, but... They kind (laughs) of... Not that they screwed up the character of Denethor, like Faramir's father, and all that stuff, but they didn't show that he was being corrupted by Sauron as well. See, that's... Never showed that in the film, did they? No, no, because... No, that's why I didn't why he was doing it. You remember the orb that Pippin finds in the third movie, the Palantir? Yeah, yeah. That can, like, communicate with Sauron? And all that. Yeah. So yeah. Denethor has one too, and right. and he's been using it to try to spy on Sauron and all right. that. But at the same time, Sauron's been corrupting him during yeah. that. So it's um that that's why he's the way he was in in when you meet him in the third book and in the third movie because yeah. he's been corrupted as well. But they never get into right. that. Uh, that's why I always felt is why is he being so weird? Yeah, his other son. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah. I did find that a bit weird, and I hate the way he ate his dinner in that film as well. Yeah. Disgusting. Oh, just eating the tomato. I mean, it was just I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why that really grossed me out. And all the stuff in the film, that's what grossed me out. <laughs> it's like he's eating. <laughs> it's like eh, it didn't really bother me. No, I mean, just God. And one of the other parts they left out of of the movies was um, so in the third movie, they show a Saruman dying in the beginning. Um, but but in the books, what happens is Saruman actually gets up to the Shire and takes over all of the Shire. And so so when Frodo and Sam and Merry and Pippin go back to the Shire, they have to fight to save the Shire from all these orcs and these thugs and bandits and they have this, their own little war obviously that would have padded the en- the end of the movie way too much yeah yeah <laughs> cuz that that ha- that happens after the ring is destroyed and all that and mm. it's um it's it's sort of like a message to show that no land is untouched by war like when that yeah, happens cuz cuz i mean they there, there's parts they don't even go into like um 
like in, in the Hobbit movies where you where the Lonely Mountain is, yeah. um, where Dale, where all the dwarves were, um, like Sauron completely almost fucks that whole area up during the events of Lord of the Rings. Like they right. they, they, they don't talk about how Sauron sends like huge armies up there as well too, and. Mm-hmm. Sends out armies to basically destroy Lothlorien too, where Galadriel is, and yeah, yeah, all that. But yeah, it's um, God, I could just keep going on and on about it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to build a Lord of the Rings ADH deck now. That's what you need to do. Everybody's doing that. I mean, it's just yeah. The reason why I didn't do it is because everyone does it, and because the only real commander you can have is Kenrith, because Kenrith, the Return King. Yeah, um, there's and, there's maybe one other that you can do, but it, it's once you've got a Kemrith is just one of the most powerful commanders out there, so it just turns into a bit of a just five color good stuff. Yeah, yeah. so I thought no, do something different. I'll go swap programs. Yeah, and I'll go um yeah go Cersei and I don't know like, like the Lord of the Rings set coming out. It's don't get me wrong. This, this is making me sound like. I hate Lord of the Rings. Like I absolutely love Lord of the Rings. I love the movies. Yeah. I love the books more than anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm just, I guess I'm just not a fan of all the commercialization of it. Mm. And it, it's all the corporate, 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 corporatization of it too. Like how these big yeah. corporations get into it just to make money. And it's, they it's just exploit it. Then they exploit. The yeah. That's what, that's what they do. Yeah. It, it's just, just all like, like with magic coming in with Lord of the Rings and stuff. It's like just that. all it's just profit be... driven. And yeah. I just, I don't know. That, that's why I just, I'm a, I'm a Tolkien purist. Just leave it alone. Come up with new ideas. That's my thing. Yeah. Come, new ideas, new IPs, something new. Stop rebooting shit. I tell you, you should watch my friend um, Imperial Buckethead. He's, he does streams. Um, just started streaming, but he opens old CCG cards, and he does Lord of the Rings. And I tell you what, the art on some of those is flipping amazing. I love it. I don't know if I've ever the seen old... any of the art of the Lord of the Rings. Card yeah, the card games. He buys all these um, old booster boxes and stuff like. That. Gets really good deals, and, and um, he doesn't. He's, he's just starting out YouTube and stuff like that. And um, but he cracks them open on stream, and it's really interesting. Is it based like, off yeah. the movies, the card game? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Based off the movies, yeah. There is some old art cards as well and stuff like that. So you can see where, um, yeah, what's his name got? Like you see the old art, like there's a card that you opened up of an old set where it had Gollum. Um, and you see the picture of Gollum on the card, and then you see how Gollum is in the movies, and you're like, he totally copied that. <laughs> I mean, he just totally ripped it off without a doubt. Um, but yeah quite interesting yeah we're not sit there and we watch watch him open some of that stuff it's good that would be interesting stuff. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. i think you'd like it he just chats away and so, so he doesn't do it he just does it to you know because he likes enjoying doing it. he's not doing it to grow really big or anything like that but yeah um, but yeah yeah that's like um i've opened up some packs of the final fantasy card game i don't even know if they make that game anymore but the artwork on those cards and the feel of the cards are just really oh, really good that's why he says the quality of cards is totally different yeah totally different like thick as well do you know what i mean like, like it, it'd be hard to get those ruined like you'd have to really really try to oh yeah yeah not like not like these magic cards that are all freaking flimsy and shit <laughs> nowadays it's i still have this will deck that 
I've been really wanting to build a zombies deck. So that's the, zombie, the new zombie, wasn't it? Yeah, from Midnight Hunt. I, I've been I've been really wanting to build a zombies deck because I used to have um, Ghoul Caller Gisa long time ago, and oh yeah, I remember that. Um, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just I don't know, it just got boring with it because it just turned out to be the same thing. And I know this will eventually turn mm-hmm. out to be the same thing as well, but I don't know. I I like my tribal decks. Yeah, tribal's fun to me. I like tribal. I, I, basically, I do like a lot of synergies. I just like synergy decks. I do like synergy yeah. decks. You get to use... You don't have to always use the powerful cards to be powerful. Yeah. Is, you know, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Whatever this thing is. But, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. What else are you looking forward to or working on? Anything? Um, a couple, Well, like I said, I'm trying to attempt to do this more full-time at the moment. So... Um, seeing how that works out I'm looking for a little part-time jobs as we go along and maybe you know I've just applied for a job in a game store actually so oh nice hopefully that yeah that uh, do sank and um, be involved in magic and lots of other stuff as well they have a real big um, D&D nights there but obviously I don't know much about D&D <laughs> but um, you know I can work in a shop and whatever there you know be there and I don't know, just do um, would you, but, would you yeah. ever be interested in playing D&D I don't know. I'm not really into like sitting there and talking in front of everyone and doing. I'm, I'm just, just, it's just not me to sit there in a big group of people and you know, play that sort of game. It's just not me. Um, okay. Especially with strangers. Maybe if it was people I knew, it'd be totally different. I think. I think. But to go straight off in a in a I looked at the tables, they had like. Like, like each table had like eight people at like, so it was yeah, big that's too many people no they there was a lot of stuff that god knows how long it went on for but they advertised put a picture up about that and um, but yeah they, they're a, gr- a chain of people are called geek retreats geek retreats so they do board games you can go in there play board games you can play magic you can play D, you can play anything pokemon everything they've got board games dotted around the whole of the shop where you can just uh, pay five pound to get a table and then you just play whatever they've got there so it's it's a cool Cool little shop. It's just like a oh, multi-game store. So um, and they've yeah. got like all over the country. Um, so yeah, streaming more, doing that. Um, possibly in the pipeline, doing some magic videos for a company that's in the pipeline. I can't say Ooh. too much about. Um, but yeah, they want me to make videos on their channel. So. Um, could be something interesting and that could yeah. then turn into a bit of a job as well so as long as they pay really, you like i wouldn't do it for free thing, yeah <laughs> no it's paid work so okay yeah we've agreed we agreed to some per video and um just you know just whether they do it and then that would probably take up all my time then so yeah because um, i obviously want to keep my stuff uh, but yeah other than that nothing really much in the pipeline just i'm focusing more of my channel more towards budget stuff um seems to be more popular these days especially on arena because arena's economy is absolutely shocking yeah um, yeah people love is. the budget they love the budget um it's with five rares and stuff like that yeah real start stuff um yeah that's about that's about it with the old content creating it's trying to think of new ideas to be different from the masses Oh, that's hard. It's, it's got to be hard, hard to do, man. especially hard with cause Arena, because there's only so much exactly. you can do in Standard. 
And do you even touch I alchemy mean, at all or anything? No, not at all. No, I, I like a spade. The economy is so bad in there. If you've got money to just keep chucking at it, you know, fair enough. Um, but I can't go into another format on there. I haven't even got all the standard stuff I need. Do you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's historic. All of that is it? Is it just? It's just a, a, a cash away. It's like you know, MTGO. Get my cash back. Yeah, you, you'll get some cash back. Yeah, you, you won't lose out. You know, not you'll, you'll lose out on arena. Um, you know, maybe if I was a you know bigger content creator, I could in that money or if I had more Patreons or something I could invest more maybe go into Alpha but no at the moment and it doesn't really interest me to be honest to be totally honest it doesn't interest me oh yeah the 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 digital only mechanics I feel are nothing but detrimental to the game I'd play Brawl over Alchemy first so you know I'd I'd like some sort of but I'd only play, you know, I tend to only play Brawl with friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if if the program works, just because you have a bit of a laugh. Um, nice. No, don't know. It's standard on there can get. It's really hard. It's getting harder and harder to play budget and bruise arena because everyone is so playing the same decks over the and best. over. Yeah, just playing the best. That's what happens when you've got a ranking system on there. Uh, that's what's going to happen. So, you know, the ranking system means you want to play the best decks. And the matchmaking system doesn't help either. Oh, the matchmaking is shocking, but, you know, you can't buy cards. So people have to pile money in to get boost packs. That's what they so want. It's, um, it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. I'm not slating it because I do content on it nearly every day of the week. Um, up. You know, I play different decks every day. I'm not in Mythic. If you're a Mythic, you get a lot more views. Um, you know, research. It's, I haven't got the time to get to Mythic. I'm not saying, and, and you know, do you even want to... God. Like, you, yeah, do you even want to do the it, grind it, too? Because it's just... Yeah. I could get there. I could get there. I play Mono White five, six days, seven days a week. I'd probably end up getting close to it. I think the high. What's the rank before Mythic? Is it Diamond? Diamond. Diamond? Yeah. I got to Diamond once during. I don't remember what standard season it was. And my God, I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> like, the difference is as well, it's like because the sets come out so quick now on there, you know, sets are coming out quicker and quicker. Um, the economy's changed on there, not for the better. Between each set, I used to rank up about sixty, seventy thousand pounds, uh, sixty-seven thousand coins. Now I'm lucky if I get to twenty twenty-five, and that's playing yeah, that's... seven days a week. Yeah, I seven noticed. Seven days a week, mate. Yeah, I used to be able to get a lot more gold mm. in the beginning, and now yeah. it's like, well, I mean, I, I I don't even really play it anymore. The last time I logged right. on was to, I think, just to check it out and play a few games then realize yeah no i'm yeah. good <laughs> yeah no i play like seven days a week because of content and yeah i think i'm, at, I'm, at, I'm now with neon probably coming out soon i'm at twenty three thousand coins and i don't buy any aesthetics i don't do spend any of the coins um but yeah so i used to do the first stream with the new set i used to have seventy thousand coins to so do 70 packs then i'd buy the uh, the only spending i do every time is when a new set i pay the 50 dollars for the 
uh, 50 packs, whatever it is. Uh, so I'd normally have 120 or so. Um, now, I've either got to put $100 in or, you know, just have less and less packs, but then you can't make loads of decks because you haven't got the cards, or you haven't got the work. It's just such a fucking, fucking merry-go-round. It's so annoying. Then you've got some content creators, like I watch um, sometimes Hello Good Game. Literally loads in four hundred dollars worth of coins. I see him do it on his stream every new set. Just pummels four, three, four hundred dollars in, and he he buys the whole set every time. It probably I'm helps like, when you don't have a lot of outside obligations. Yeah, well, for me, for my age, you know, be younger creators out there that have got this money from their job, maybe living at home still, haven't got rent bills or anything like that, which is a lot easier, you know. Yeah. I'm not saying that's all the way they do it. I'm just saying, you know, generally if you're 17, 18, 19, 20, you might still be living at home. Got, you know less bills like you know you don't have to pay less responsibilities yeah <laughs> you don't have to play electric gas <laughs> fucking for everything yeah. um, so yeah um, whatever what I get from Patreon I do put in you know that gets me my $50 pack and then I crack them open and whatever I get that's it <laughs> that's what it is and then the videos are done by Waterpool <laughs> so it's like oh this is a cool card it's like shit <laughs> no, it's no, a cool card I, mean... I pulled four of these um, gonna build a deck around it <laughs> well shit man well we're nearing almost two hours here I just want to thank you wow. for coming on again and yeah, been e a pleasure, mate. Been a pleasure. E you know I'm gonna get you to play D&D &D. it's um I I I've been I've been trying to throw around the idea like we're doing a D&D &D one shot in the normies discord. Right. Um, yeah. Well, at fir the first one we're doing is going to be private because some of the players don't want to do it in public yet, you know, because they, oh, yeah, they, they've, yeah. they've never played before. So yeah. I, I think yeah, eventually, I think eventually I want to get some other people, maybe people like you've never done it before and get you on yeah. and, play yeah, like a little one shot it. like even stream it or something and just yeah that'd be that will i'll be i'll be up for that that would, that would be funny yeah it'd be fun because it's um yeah i've got this one one shot idea i've ran it twice no one's ever beaten it and not because it's hard or anything mm -hmm. it's because everybody just makes the worst decisions possible <laughs> <laughs> you'd literally have to rub it i literally have no idea how to play it not an inkling how to play it well you ever play um i mean you've played games like fallout or elder scrolls right i not my, no? not my topic again no, i've never played those sort of games. you never played those rpg you never played an open-ended rpg game or anything like um Trying to think what else. What counts as an RPG that I've played? Um, hey. Well, I, I guess it's the about, I guess the best way games. <laughs> I guess the best way to describe it, like when playing D and D, is I, I mean the DM will help you with the rules and all that, but I, I guess the best way to describe it is your choices matter. What you say right. and do have consequences. Yeah. Is it a dice rolling game? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, there's yeah, dice yeah. rolling and all that, and right. th there is some role-playing, but, you know, it's not like you have to do voices or 
anything like that or dress it. There's no. a lot of people that get really into that, but it, it's. I mean, I've watched it on the Big Bang Theory. I've never watched that, but I'm sure they probably dressed up or something. And <laughs> they did it quite. They were quite funny. They were like, oh. I know someone found a sword or something and it was just like, I have the sword of Gondor! It's like, I will slay you! And stuff like that. I was like, it does sound quite funny. No, it's a lot of fun, but it's... Best thing is just what you do and what you say have consequences, so don't go around thinking oh, I'm just going to steal everything from everybody. Sure, sure yeah. you can go and steal stuff, but eh, you're probably going to get caught and get killed. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's the fun of it well uh, where can people find you if they want to reach out um, so yeah uh, TotalMTG uh, the name all one word YouTube Twitter um, Instagram and Twitch you can find me there um, and then I have a Discord as well that is free to join as well if you want to there would be links um, got a LinkedIn you can just go and click on any one of my socials and find it that way sweet uh, but yeah that's where you can find me well sweet well thanks again for coming on man Cheers for inviting me again. It's been a pleasure. Much pleasure. Yeah, been great chatting to you again. All right, I'll talk to you later. Indeed. Hey, everybody. Thank you all for listening and watching. Um, really fun talking with Total and um, had a great time doing it. Uh, thank you again for always coming out, listening, watching me. It's been, God, it's going on six years now with this podcast. Crazy craziness. Actually, I think the six-year anniversary is in February of next month, so... Thank you again for coming out and uh, stay tuned for more content coming out. And yeah, I've got some other stuff to announce soon. Probably already know about it if you're following me on Twitter. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you all and have a great day.